Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to GlitchCast, episode number three. We're going to be hitting all the same topics this week, you know, movie news, movie trailers, TV news, and a couple TV trailers. We play a little game with Tom Cruise characters, and then we talk about American Made, the latest Tom Cruise flick. Let's do it. So, Flatliners came out this last weekend at 0% all Oof. weekend up until uh, just jumped up to 3%. I think one one critic decided to throw it a bone. <laughs> oh, my God. But when I was looking at it, it wasn't surprising. It looks terrible. The Rotten Tomato consensus thing for all the for all the critics when it just tries to summarize it all in one thing is hilarious. Have you ever read them? No. What what's the summary? Well, I mean, I've seen it for other movies, but what is it? What's going on with Flatliners? Like wh- when they when they get a chance, they always try and be like a little punny with it and like tongue in cheek. The Flatliners one is this this reboot. Uh, Blah, 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 really does not uh, connect with the audience. It's not scary. It's not funny. It's not entertaining. Really, you could say that it was dead on arrival. Like, oh, you could God. tell whoever wrote it, like, it was like a David Caruso moment, just thrown on the, taking off the sunglasses. Well, it's a lot of low-hanging fruit here. The movie's called Flatliners. There's going to be movie flatlines at box office, <laughs> just constantly. I mean, uh, I, I saw the trailer for this, and I was like, Ellen Page, what are you doing? <laughs> It looks so bad. I saw the original. I liked it. Yeah. It was fine. I don't know. Yeah, I, I've never seen the original. I've heard of it. It's not like a like a noted classic that you have to watch if you like scary movies. Not really. I I've heard some things about this movie. Um, I watched Chris Stuckman's review, and he just said some things that are kind of spoilery, but not really. Like I'm never going to see this movie, and really make me question why they made this movie. And apparently, the tone is all over the place. They can't tell if it's like a medical movie or if it's a really good horror movie, or just ask these really tough questions. Like it's a mess, apparently. So, do not go see Flatliners. Plenty of other scary movies coming this month. But do read Rotten Tomato consensus reviews. Yes, <laughs> for the LOLs. All right, we can uh, let's get started on some movie news here. We have a yeah, quite a big week. Starting off with ooh, another sequel reboot kind of thing. Bruce Willis is returning for Die Hard Six, which is going to be like a maybe a prequel kinda too. What? I saw How that. they do prequel. He looks old as hell. I know. I think they'll get like a young actor. I don't know how that's gonna work. Also a big problem with that is that the original Die Hard, what made it so great was that he's just like a random cop thrown into this situation. He's never had to deal with something like that before. Well now he's an Avenger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which really detracts from the entertainment of it, which is why it's just been a steady decline in quality since the first one. Yeah, I mean, the thing to do right now is to pick up actors who you remember from a cool movie and they're old now and put them in a movie. But the thing is, he's been doing these movies every, what, three, four years Mm -hmm. for the last 15 years? And, God, he just looks old and just... I didn't even see the last one. I heard it was really bad. I uh, I made a fake trailer for the last one for a oh. class that I had, and then um, it got taken down because we used a song that we weren't allowed to use. Sure, but of course, thanks I think, YouTube. I know. I think that was I think that was the best actual thing to come out of that movie was me practicing video editing skills. I'm surprised they haven't at this point. I'm sure they will with this one. Like introduce you know a young unknown and craft him as the next 
diehard guy. But that's what they tried to do with the last one. They had oh that J- Jai Courtney. Yep. Yeah, they yeah. brought him in, and he is not a leading man. He just flops every tr- lead attempt they get to do a lead role with the guy. Yeah, he's like Taylor Kish, but worse. Right. Yeah, so I didn't see the last one, so I didn't know they tried to do that. But that makes sense that they have. At least it wasn't Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Although, that would that would probably be awesome. <laughs> be more entertaining. <laughs> I need Shia in anything possible. Cool. Yeah, well, we don't care about either Bruce. I, I don't see how you can be super pumped about this. Come on. And Bruce Willis the, the, hasn't the, even been in a good movie and. God knows how long. So I've, I've some, I mean, I watch a lot of trailers, and sometimes I'm like, "What? You're in this? This is direct-to-video, man. Walmart two-dollar DVD bin. <laughs> Got to make that money somehow." Will Smith not doing what Bruce Willis is doing. The Men in Black spinoff, uh, which will be coming out in a couple years, which was originally supposed to be a 21 Jump Street Men in Black crossover, is now not a crossover. Now it's just a spinoff. Will Smith not returning. I am significantly less hyped for this now. Give me the spinoff. That would have been hilarious. I It would have been so good, even if like Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones weren't going to be in it. It would just no. be funny to see how Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill would react. Their in that react world, in yeah, to, to aliens. Yeah. <laughs> like, it would have been hysterical. I, was so, I, I feel like that was a crossover that it was out of left field, but when you think about it, it worked. And, I, yeah, it would have been really funny to see those two kicking fucking alien ass you know it would have been so funny and entertaining i I mean the chris lord and phil miller who directed 21 and 22 jump street they probably weren't they weren't going to direct it but still those characters you just throw them in there i'm i'm in i'm about it i want to watch their antics yeah my name (laughs) actually i i respect will smith for this but you think that these studios would sort of learn after the last will smith sequel bombed Independence Day resurgence uh, yes. that really struggled without him, and they just tried throwing in another random young black actor to like take over his role, and that dude right. could not act for shit, and it just <laughs> suffered. But it had Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Can't save everything. I didn't even see it. Yeah, I, this is uh, apparently it's going the route of Jurassic World, where they're going to acknowledge those two in that universe, but it, it's really a new direction. Probably handing over, you know, the helm to, to two unknowns or two up and comings uh so who, who knows who they're gonna get for this yeah whatever i just stop remaking yeah. these movies hype they're level just... went from like 11 to four yeah they're just classics leave them alone liam neeson we said this a few weeks ago uh is retiring from action movies guess what he's not he's back he's back on the uh the red carpet for uh the mark felt movie that he's in a la uh watergate scandal deep throat mm-hmm. he said he's unretiring so, good for him. Well, that lasted two weeks. <laughs> uh, I'm happy. I mean, I like to see Liam Neeson kick ass. Uh, I don't, he was probably looking to get into more drama. I, I don't know. I, I feel like that the studios are throwing him so much money to be an old person kicking ass. He's like, why the hell would I retire? What was I thinking? What was his reasoning? Did he say why? I, he did not. I don't think. I think it was okay. part physical, part wanting to do like drama. some dramatic movies. And then studios are probably like, yo, we had you in mind. Here's $100 million. I do think that we're sort of hitting, like, the end of that old man kicking ass kind of thing. Right. Like, that kind of, like, 
break like subgenre of action movies and like revenge movies. I think we're kind of about Did done with that. Did you see the trailer for the Antonio Banderas one where he's like super old and kicking ass? No. It's not on the review because I don't want to really talk about it. But I saw that. I was like, he's trying to be taken. He's trying. Like, <laughs> they should just name this movie Took. It, it doesn't look good. I did not see that. I didn't even know Antonio Banderas. To be honest, I didn't even know if he was alive anymore. I just haven't, <laughs> haven't heard from him in a while. Well, welcome back, Liam Neeson, the uh, the grandpa action man. <laughs> Congratulations. Terminator back in the news because when will it ever stop being in the news now? Uh, apparently, we're just going to have to talk about it every single week. Terminator 6 um, is going to be a Terminator 2 Judgment Day sequel, and then Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines Salvation, which was the Christian Bale one, and then this last one are going to be an alternate timeline because why make anything not confusing and straightforward? They know they sucked. They're like, what's an easy way we can wipe these out and start from the one, the last one that people liked? Alternate timeline. Just, just wipe them out of canon. It's just so, it's just so confusing. <laughs> oh, it's very confusing. I just don't understand why you can't just, you can't just go, just follow with the last one. Like, yeah, sure, the last one. Because sucks, they were but trash. You can, but you can. They just. Yeah, I guess them retconning these in the story doesn't retcon them from where people were in the theaters. From everyone's yeah. minds. Yeah. And it's just, oh, God, it's just so weird. Now you got to, like, go back in time and do, like, a be like a 90s movie, which I guess, yeah. I don't know. Well, they did it with, uh, they retconned X-Men 3, right? And that that worked out. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And they wiped out the, the, the one with uh, Ryan Reynolds as a really shittier version of Deadpool. They did, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, so and that worked out. Yeah, that's just kind of, I don't know. It's, it's yeah. so confusing, though. How about we just, how about we just stop doing this? people making movies how about we just have one timeline or we just don't make so many movies that they start sucking that we have to just get rid of past movies it's cameron though right james cameron yeah he's producing yeah producing you can't you can't stop him you know he's got avatar coming and i don't know what we can do to stop james cameron doing what he wants to do can't fucking stop anything so terminator 6 i i've heard rumors that they're gonna literally call it something wacky like t3 because it's they want to really put into our minds that this is after two like they're literally gonna call it t3 oh my god <laughs> yeah, i'm getting i'm just people. getting so mad <laughs> people are gonna be so confused people are gonna think that we somehow time traveled back 20 years yeah i mean t1 and t2 absolute classics great movies if they can get anywhere close to that i'll be happy but it's just getting convoluted now so we'll we'll see what happens yeah fucking stupid <laughs> Next up, we got some some a little more exciting news. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. There, uh, that director I don't know his name unfortunately is uh, partnering up with Blumhouse or Blumhouse, I should say, for a horror horror comedy centered on a work retreat. So this is his first follow up to Tucker and Dale versus Evil, which was a hilarious mashup of horror and comedy about just two extremely underrated movie yep just two backwoods guys uh that this like group of high school kids comes to them and they think that they're actually like gonna kill them but they're not and then someone and then just by terrible circumstances people just keep dying if you guys haven't seen tucker and dale versus evil i believe it's on netflix Mm -hmm. it is a fantastic movie to throw on in the spooky month of october it's half comedy half horror but you're gonna have a blast if you've seen get out it's not i guess not similar in tone but like it's funny it's exciting it's fun it's action really really underrated movie that i'd be very happy to see what uh, this director does with his next one yeah the 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 plot of this one since it's a work retreat 
kind of reminds me of um, the Belko experiment. I don't know if you've watched that. That came out earlier this year. That's about like a company in Colombia or some sort of South American country that basically they get trapped in their building and then everyone has bombs implanted in their heads and they have to like kill each other otherwise they're all gonna like die yeah um i have seen belco experiment i i really enjoyed it i don't want to spoil too much but uh i didn't really like the ending i liked the tone that they took it was very a very interesting conundrum they were in i thought the premise was really good and i like most blumhouse blumhouse tilt movies shout out to luke lebeau works there talk to him uh, on a podcast coming up soon here but yeah i can tell by your initial gawk that you didn't you didn't really like that one no i thought it sucked the reason i bring did you it, think the whole thing sucked or did you i just, didn't think the whole thing sucked. It fell apart it, towards the end it fell act. apart like midway through once they like okay. all started going crazy that kind of that kind of killed it for me the reason i bring it up is that for me watching it it feels like a movie like it didn't take itself too seriously anyways but it feels like a movie that could have really used some sort of comedic relief like, mm-hmm. good comedic relief, not just some shitty one-liners thrown in by some stereotypical character. Yeah. And that's what it feels like this movie from the Tucker and Dale vs. Evil director could be like. Yeah. So that makes me excited for it, and I would like to see the Belko experiment performed in a better fashion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so th- look forward to this one. I think this this director... Has a lot of good things, uh, you know, going for him, and this, this should be a, a real treat if, if Dale versus Evil was uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil was any any indication. Indeed, and uh, speaking of s- sort of a horror realm, uh, it's October now. We're going to be pushing out a bunch of October Halloween themed content. Uh, so a lot of horror movie stuff, a lot of you know spooky talk. So that should be up on the site, glitchup.com. Check it out. Um, we don't have anything up yet. There should be a first post tomorrow, and then every Friday we're going to have recurring posts along with some features throughout the week. should be really good. And then at the end of the month, we're going to do a special podcast with the two other founders of GlitchUp.com, and that should be an exciting little one that we do. Absolutely. One of my favorite months of the year. Absolutely love horror movies, and this gives me an excuse to binge all the good ones that I haven't got to yet and the shitty ones that inevitably pour in every single year. So it's Spooky Horror Movie Month. Yeah, we'll enjoy it. Next up on the news slate here, we got Leonardo DiCaprio is going to be playing Teddy Roosevelt in a Martin Scorsese-directed movie. I tell you what, Martin Scorsese is fucking popping movies out these days. Yeah. He's going and to he, town. he's old as hell. Yeah, he is very old. But he's got he's got this The Irishman with mm-hmm. De Niro and Pesci uh, coming up, which is going to be I'm on. excited to see Pesci in anything. I, I haven't know. seen him in forever. I'm sure it doesn't look great, but... Love Joe Pesci. Yeah, going to be on Netflix, interestingly enough. Um, then he's got Devil in a White Castle, or Devil in a White City, or whatever, yes. about H.H. Holmes, which Leo is going to be in. Then he has another one. I can't remember what exactly it is, but then there's this Teddy Roosevelt one as well, and he plans on doing them like each year. And he had When does he sleep? I have no idea. He had Silence last year. He had Wolf of Wall Street, which I imagine took fucking forever to work on because it was like eight hours long, two years before yep. that, so... I don't know how he's doing all this. Yeah, Scorsese and, uh, and DiCaprio, uh, I mean, day one, th- this will probably be really, really fun and awesome and accurate and tension-filled and just, you know, it's Scorsese. So, all in on this one. Frankly, I just don't know enough about Teddy Roosevelt to get super excited. I My worst 
you know, class in grade school, high school, college was history. So I'm right there with you. I feel like this. Uh, I'm going to learn something. All, this movie. all I know is Robin Williams' portrayal from Night of the Museum series. Oh, for sure. <laughs> That's probably going to be way more accurate than this one. So I think it will. I think it will. <laughs> Rest in peace. Next up, we got Michelle Williams and Riz Ahmed are going to star in the Venom movie that Tom Hardy is the lead in. You know, I just I those are exciting stars to be in the movie, but sure. it just feels like it's going to fall apart. There's no it's way the, Tom Hardy is staying on. Well, the Venom movie is apparently it's like it's it's not connected to the newest Spider-Man movie? No. It's like it's not in the same universe because I, it's a Sony movie and Marvel's not touching this one, right? I think technically it can be in the same universe because Spider-Man was a joint effort, quote unquote, right. between Sony and Marvel. But I thought they've said like this is not connected. I could be wrong. See, that's kind. Of, I, I, you know, I really don't know. But it feels like they'll probably try and act like it's going to be, and then like shoot him in. But I think it's like it's a standalone story. Spider-Man isn't involved in it at all. Right. Okay, so that that might be what they mean. They're like, we're not gonna have a bunch of connections, and like, he's not gonna cameo, and like, Iron Man's not showing up. Like, this is Venom. Yeah. This so is... my initial thoughts on this is, I thought it was Michelle Rodriguez mm. and Riz Ahmed, and I was super pissed because I hate Michelle fucking Rodriguez. <laughs> she's just the tough girl in every single flick and movie she's in. You don't want to mess with her. Bitch ain't standing now. Yeah, I don't like her. So I was relieved when <laughs> when I googled. And I was like, oh, it's Michelle Williams. What's she from? And yeah, I found out it wasn't Michelle Rodriguez. So pleasantly surprised. That's really skewing my excitement for this this segment. Mm -hmm. Uh, Riz Ahmed obviously was awesome in The Night Of and mediocre in Rogue One for what he was in. (laughs) But always want to see more Riz Ahmed. Who knows who they're going to be? But uh, I don't know. I don't trust Sony with anything. Uh, Yeah, not at all. So if Marvel doesn't have their hand up their ass in this one, excitement level is pretty low. I, I have to agree with you. I, I see why people are excited. Tom Hardy is Venom. Awesome. Way better than Topher Grace. Um, but my excitement level is low. I, I want to see a trailer first so we can pick it, pick it to shreds. Agreed. Yeah, I don't even think production has started yet. They probably don't even have a script. It's, yeah. it's just writing's on the wall that it's probably going to fall apart. Uh, next up, we got a buddy cop comedy is in the works from the director of Zombieland, Ruben Fleischer, um, starring John Cena and Kumail Nanjiani. This pairing is hilarious. Kumail Nanjiani is Silicon Valley dude. Yep. John Cena is that wrestler dude. Yep, can't see him. <laughs> awesome. It, this should be hilarious. John Cena is so funny. It doesn't make He's sense. He's actually funny. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. he was the best part of Trainwreck, that Amy Schumer movie, which was... That movie was a train wreck. <laughs> Ultimately not great. That movie flatlined. <laughs> I'd, Terrible we, movie. We should probably check the Rotten Tomatoes consensus on Trainwreck. That might be, probably be a hilarious be a summary. Yeah. But yeah, no, I love John Cena. I can't get enough of him. And Kumail is pretty funny. He's not like the greatest actor, but he's still pretty funny. Hopefully they can mm. do something with this. Ruben Fleischer, the director. Zombieland is amazing. I love Zombieland. But I just, he, he hasn't really done anything good since then. He made Gangster Squad, which had what the hell a- Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling and like Josh Brolin. Oh, yeah. And, like I don't. Mickey Rourke, maybe that did not make a big splash, did it? Yeah, no, it was it was bad. It was bad. Oh man, that's a lot. Is that a? That's thunder. Is that thunder? Yeah. Oh shit. Jesus. I, I kind of want to. Don't edit that out. That sounded awesome. Oh my god. 
Uh, quick side note. Rotten Tomatoes for Trainwreck. Actually, it was fresh by critics. 85% critics, oh. 66% audience. My God. How did critics like this 85? more? Critic consensus, Trainwreck drags commitment out of all but the most rom-com phobic filmgoers with sharp humor, relatable characters, and hilarious work from Amy Schumer. Yeah, I feel like a lot of girls that I hang out with can relate to Amy Schumer. What? No? They really missed... Uh, they really missed... Uh, viewers can get all aboard this train (laughs) (laughs) oh god let's move on (laughs) oh my god so much thunder i like it sorry viewers listeners not viewers uh yeah okay so that's a movie that'll be happening i'm sure it'll be fine it should be entertaining somewhat interesting next up we got godzilla king of monsters which is the godzilla sequel uh has officially wrapped filming and that is being directed by michael doherty who directed Krampus, Trick or Treat, which is a pretty good Halloween flick. It's like just straight up a love of Halloween. If you haven't checked it out, check that out. I'm pretty excited for the follow-up. I thought the the latest Godzilla was decent enough. It had really cool visuals. The skydiving scene was dope. Yeah, Godzilla is like, I'm a fanboy. I'm top, it's like top five favorite franchise of all time. I uh, love this monster. Loved watching the, even the shitty Japanese ones when I was growing up. Uh, so I'm very excited for this. When I heard Michael Doherty being anna- as announced as the director, I was just so pumped. Trick or Treat is w- probably my favorite Halloween-ish type movie to watch of all time, and I thought Krampus was fun as well. This is a follow-up to the Brian Cranston and Aaron... What? What's his name? The kick-ass guy? Aaron Taylor Johnson. Aaron Taylor Johnson. And it's going to pretty much be Godzilla versus Mothra versus Rodan versus King Ghidorah. So there are going, there's going to be a lot of monsters in this movie. And then after that, Godzilla will face off versus King Kong. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. I wasn't sure if King yeah. Kong was supposed to be in this one or what the deal no, was. No, they just established him as a badass. And yeah, I don't know how. They're, they're probably going to like make him bigger or something. But yeah. after Godzilla fucks up all these monsters and kaiju, then uh, he'll, be fi- he'll be facing King Kong as well. How's the radar over there, bro? Um, yeah, I was supposed to be getting storms all night, so it might be some thunder in the background. It's quite it's a kind bit. of it's kind of cool. It's spooky. <laughs> it's a perfect as we start. Talk about spooky movies. <laughs> perfect start to the month. Okay. Yeah, this looks awesome. I'm pumped. Yeah, I can. Very excited for a teaser. Yeah, hopefully sometime soon. Godzilla should be in the next uh, month or two. Next up, we got trailers. A small batch of trailers this week very small pretty not great batch there's one good two (laughs) okay first up we have annihilation which is the director of ex machina nuz next movie based on a best-selling novel it's a sci-fi movie honestly i don't even know how to explain it because it seems pretty far out and trippy and super sci-fi yeah, I mean, the director of Ex Machina immediately caught my attention. Very good movie. Don't think it slated at the box office or anything, but has gotten cr- critical and cult you know, acclaim afterwards. And yeah, this movie looks very strange. Watch, definitely watch the trailer. We did a write-up on glitchup.com. It looks like a sci-fi, wet, like lover's wet dream. Like, this is aliens, this is sci-fi future. You know, the direction looks good. Natalie Portman, there's weird... And, and like morphed animals like weird deer that aren't deer like this looks i don't know what i watched but i want to see it yeah there's like a weird little like gooey wall thing that they have to walk through to get into the jungle that they're going into a gigantic fucking alligator 
alien monster thing. Oscar Isaac's in it. Boom. That's... Hopefully he does a dance number. <laughs> like an ex machina. <clears throat> yeah, inside which here. is one of the best scenes of all time. Of course. Sad he doesn't have a beard in this one, though. Or at least uh, that big of a beard and a shaved head. Maybe he'll grow one since they'll probably inevitably run into him. For, for, uh, we're not going to explain the story too much. Watch the trailer. Um, it looks it looks really good. Yeah. The, the one, one good trailer of the week, I feel like. Yeah. Next up is Father Figures, formerly known as Bastards, uh, starring Owen Wilson and Ed Helms. Basically, they're two brothers who find out that uh, their mom doesn't know who their dad is, and she basically gives them, like, five possibilities because she was a sexaholic back in the day. And so they go and try and meet all these all these old men to find out if they're, they're their actual fathers. It's a little road trip comedy kind of thing. It looks not great. 8% Rotten Tomatoes. Final. Lock it in. Lock it up. Th- this looks so bad. It's just like old person humor. Like Terry Bradshaw, Ving Rhames are just dropping really shitty jokes. Ed Helms I, I really like, and Owen Wilson's one of my favorite actors, but this looks bad. Any movie that has Terry Bradshaw in a <laughs> prominent role, I'm just going to automatically assume it's going to be terrible. Really lowbrow humor. So that was really strike one. They got Cat Williams, you know, comedy god. Yeah, what? The, he has been, like, off the rails the last five, ten years, like, like stabbing people and stuff. Like, I've heard some weird stories about him, unless I'm thinking of a different comedian, but... Yeah, the, the jokes in this, like, Terry Broadshaw's like, he goes, oh, yeah, I remember her. She was like the dick whisperer. Don't you don't you laugh. You're not helping me <laughs> prove my point. And I saw this trailer before American Made, and there were people cracking up at that joke, and I was just like, I, come on, guys, the dick whisperer. Uh, yeah, it looks bad. They made that, like, they made, like, the, oh, your mom was really good at sex joke like four times in the trailer yeah and then and then the two characters are like that's our mom yeah and the, and the person's like oh my god <laughs> i made a mistake yeah it's <sighs> it's it's not gonna be good if you want to go see it have a terrible time Just, yeah good luck next up the final movie trailer of the week we got for you uh maze runner death cure the third fourth in that series little young adult adaptation in the vein of hunger games and divergent detergent yep (laughs) that series got shunned to tv so yes that tells you Did the latest one come out it's like airing on freeform hasn't come out yet (laughs) they're still working on it and i don't think any of the stars are returning because why would they be in a tv movie so young adult is dead but they're still making these and I could not care Have you less. seen these? I've heard they're okay. The first one's fine. I just, like, I'm so over this genre. Yeah. Everybody is. I, don't, I think even young adults are. I don't need any more teens in weird post-apocalyptic dystopia fucking scenarios where they have to kill each other or they're trapped. It's, they're, it's yeah. what they're all about, and it's dumb. Who's the guy? Is the the Dylan guy? Yep. Dylan, Dylan O'Brien. Something? Dylan O'Brien, I heard he was a big front runner for like Spider Man. Everybody says he's okay in Teen Wolf on MTV. He's so he, he's is he still in this one or yeah, like continuing without him? He's still okay. in it. He um got I don't remember what movie it was. It might have been one of the Maze Runners. It might have been that latest American Assassin movie. He was doing a stunt or something and like severely fucked up his face, 
and oh. was like in the hospital for like a really long time, like recovering, and he like almost was not gonna like act again. Oh, we got like a Mark Hamill situation. But I mean, he's better now, and oh, good. Now there's sirens in the background. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, he came back, and I mean, he's a pretty good actor. I I'll be honest, I did watch Teen Wolf for a for one season. You Surprisingly would. decent horror elements in that show on tv oh really yeah it's pretty decent so yeah he's good but these movies just don't do it for me uh yeah i don't really have anything to add here i they i know i don't want to watch this um i have one more piece of movie news that i just saw pop up that i want to discuss with you i'm going to catch you off guard here and i want your instant hot take paramount pictures has raced to nab the movie rights to sonic the hedgehog and is producing it Guess who is executive producing it? Deadpool director Tim Miller. Interesting. <laughs> Why? So Sonic, for those of you who don't have a good life and have never <laughs> heard of Sonic the Hedgehog, he's a video game character who runs around stages and was on the Sega Genesis where he had his big break. He has shitty little furry friends such as Tails who flies around with his tail, Knuckles who's an akinda uh, who can climb on walls, and then a bunch of other weird furry characters the studio pl- plans on making a movie that will blend live action and CGI animation as it brings Sonic to the big screen for the first time. Oh, no. No. Yeah. What? Why? Why? Just why? I mean, they just released their best game in like 10 years, Sonic Mania. We got a sweet review uh, by Pat, uh, Glitch Up co-creator on the site. Give it a read. Really good game. First game in a long time where they stopped focusing on shitty friends and made a good Sonic game. But it looks like they're going to make a movie about Sonic and his shitty friends. <laughs> I just... Why is this... I wish Pat were here to rip this apart. A thing. God damn it. All right. Well, cool. That'll be something. But who knows? Yeah. You know? Whatever. More maybe as that develops. Maybe it'll be like a cool little mix-up of live action and CGI. Like Maybe we'll get our was. first good video game TV or video game to movie adaptation in a long time. No, but I doubt it. Fingers crossed on that one. Moving on to television. Yeah, let's do it. TV news. Game of Thrones final season, which is forever away. Uh, they released the budget for it. It's only six episodes. It's going to be 15 mil per episode, which I'm going to be honest, feels small. I thought it was going to be more. Yeah. I mean, they have six more to, to end this, uh, the biggest TV show phenomenon of all time. I thought I actually thought it'd be more too. A lot of people are freaking out about this budget. I'm like, ah. with all the CG and the battles, mm-hmm. like these, this is gonna be the, these are gonna be the biggest episodes of TV ever made. Yeah, but I I bet that it's the numbers actually gonna be higher. Yeah, I mean they don't this even is their budget. They're gonna blow it away. Yeah, they don't even have to like market this thing. Game of Thrones yeah. essentially markets HBO at this point when it's on, so they don't have to spend marketing budget, advertising budget. They can probably they're just gonna throw it back into production. throw some shit back into there and. It's not like if they need more money, they're going to be like, oh, no, you're not going to get it. <laughs> we don't think Game of Thrones deserves a <laughs> budget. Yeah, they're going to give them what, whatever they want. Especially with six prequel series in the works right yeah. now. Yeah, um, for those of you who haven't heard, there are six spinoff and or prequel mm-hmm. Game of Thrones related TV shows in the works right now. Six. So look forward to Game of Thrones forever. <laughs> Yeah, so that's cool. They also released uh, the directors for all the final episodes, and most notably, we're getting Miguel Sapochnik back, who directed Battle of the Bastards and Hard yes. Home, which is yes. great. So hopefully, awesome. he gets whatever like the big 
battle episode is, even though they'll probably all be that. Um, I wonder who gets the finale. I, I think Benioff and Weiss are getting the finale. Oh, they're just doing it themselves? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know if they cool. directed any other episodes, but whatever. Cool. They can do what they want with it. Next up, we got Stranger Things is likely, according to Netflix and producers, to go beyond four seasons. Why? <laughs> is my question to that. Wasn't didn't they have their initial like we have it planned for four seasons? Yep. So, let's stretch it out and lose the initial vision and try and make ne- I mean, you know why they threw money at them. Yeah, but it's just I don't know if it'll actually go that long. I mean, Netflix has been saying they're going to get stricter on their shows and sort of cancel them before they need to like before they're like running to the up, ground, yeah. like House of Cards was, even though House of Cards is still going. <laughs> they gotta practice what they preach. True, they're not doing it. Yeah, but I just, I just don't see how this is gonna work. Hopefully, they do actually end it after four seasons. The kids are gonna be old. They're gonna yeah. be so old. I don't want to see they're all like these... weirdly going through puberty yeah. and like vo- the voices are gonna crack and they're like, nobody wants to see like young teens like it's they're charming because they're kids exactly i don't don't need to see them with pimples on their face and shitty little mustaches (laughs) yeah and i've like let let richie or richie from it i don't know what is finn wolfhard amazing (laughs) name by the way finn wolfhard great name uh let him go do some other stuff let millie bobby brown slash 11 go do some other stuff although apparently her parents are insane they were like once stranger things season one came out her dad was telling agencies that they have to give her a signing bonus to sign with the agency, even though that is a sports thing. That is not a <laughs> 10-year-old actress thing. The dad and mom are like, we're going to make some money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully they don't derail her career. <laughs> Jesus. But Stranger Things Season 2, October, end of October, I think October 27th. I'm, I am so pumped. Yeah. I literally have rewatched the the trailer. Like I'm rewatching it like once a week. It's such a perfect trailer. The thriller background, like the Halloween uh, visuals. Like I am so pumped for this. Watch the trailer and you'll be pumped that it's Spooky Movie, movie Month. Fuck yeah! What we do in the shadows? TV spinoff is in the works from uh, Taika Waititi and Jemaine Clement, Clement, something like that, uh, who made What We Do in the Shadows the movie, which is so funny i put it off for so long and it is so fucking funny it's my favorite comedy i've seen in like 10 years like since like dumb and dumb it it is the funniest shit i've ever seen for those of you who don't know it is a essentially it's a mockumentary on vampires in the uk Woo! listen to that spooky spooky thunder and it, it just goes through their mundane lives and like things that vampires would have to deal with all living as flatmates so they argue over cleaning the dishes like you haven't cleaned the dishes it's been 500 years and it's like vampire we don't do dishes vampires don't do dishes and they start fighting and like so vampires as you know they have to be invited into homes that means they can't just go to a bar. They have to be invited into a bar. So you're like, please invite us into the bar. And the bouncer's like, you guys are fucking weird. I don't want to get out of here. Like, please just invite us in. And just like really shitty mundane issues that vi- vampires would have to deal with. Funniest thing I've ever seen. And they're originally going to do a spinoff called Werewolves, mm-hmm. where it's werewolves, like we're not werewolves, but we are wolves, werewolves. 
and it, and it was supposed to be a spinoff about the vampire or the werewolf pack in this movie. And it looks like instead it's going to follow a couple buddy cops that show up in the movie. And without ruining too much, I think either direction would be really funny. Um, but apparently this is going to follow two of the cops in the movie that go around and like they don't really know spooky stuff is happening. Um, but they are just kind of bumbling cops dealing with vampires, werewolves, and other hauntly night- nightish things. I love their their brand of humor, so I'm going to be watching this every moment that it's on. I could rave about this movie for an hour. If we did an hour-long podcast about this, of what we do in the shadows, I'd be down. Uh, if you haven't watched it, watch What We Do in the Shadows this month. Yeah, another good... Hilarious movie. Another good one for the month. Just giving you so many suggestions, recommendations. You have no excuse but to watch these movies. Last TV news of the week, Marvel's Inhumans series has began, premiered last week, maybe two weeks ago, and it is terrible. I have not watched it, but all the critics have said it is just one of the worst pieces of television they've ever seen, and yep. it's not not entertaining, it looks terrible, even though they use like IMAX cameras, the acting is bad, it's just not not a good not a good look for Marvel. I've heard one of the biggest problems about Marvels and Humans is they 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 hyped it up obviously and then they invited all these these press and fans to IMAX screenings mm-hmm. to come and they presented it as like a movie whereas like it's not even good for TV quality let alone good for IMAX quality. Like they should not have shot it in IMAX because it's not good. Like it's it's like seeing a really really shitty movie in the best format available. And that, that certainly isn't helping the reception of this, this show right now. It blows my mind that they used IMAX cameras, put it in theaters. If you're going to do that, make it look good. But the sets that they're using, it just still looks like a normal TV set. It's not right. anything special. And they still just have that bland Marvel color scheme, which is just like mm-hmm. poor lighting, just average yeah. sunlight it's not. I just like why? Why would they do this? And how do you not? Isn't get it? it already, going? I think it's already canceled, isn't it? Is it already canceled? I think I read that it's canceled. Oh already. my god, that is <laughs> insane. That's bad. Jesus. So anyway, apparently, skip Marvels and Humans. Yeah, don't watch it. I, I listened to a podcast last week where you know these two guys ripped into it for about forty-five minutes. Um, it's bad. I'm sure it'll get like a second life as like people watch this to just enjoy how bad it is. But who knows? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cold following five years from now. Two TV trailers for you this week. First off, we got Peaky Blinders season four, I believe. I'm not a Peaky Blinders watcher, but I've only heard good things. Yeah, it, it's a really good show. I wrote top five TV shows that you haven't heard of. This barely didn't make the cut. It was I wanted to really pimp this show because it's a really good show that not a lot of people are watching. The one gripe I had with it is it's tough to understand at first. I had to turn the subtitles on for the first season because... Boy, their accents are strong. Uh, but this is a really underrated show that not a lot of people are watching. Uh, it's about... God, I'm not even going to explain it. Google Peaky Blinders. If you like like Boardwalk Empire, uh, you'll, you'll like this show. Uh, watch, watch the trailer. The trailer looks great. Tom Hardy's in it as like a really underrated, weird role character. Uh, Cillian Murphy is the lead, who is Scarecrow and Batman. Really, really fun show. Yeah, he's so good. I'll probably give it a chance at some point. I watched like the first episode once, like the first half hour, but I was doing other stuff at the time and I didn't realize how much you have to like pay attention to what they're saying oh, yeah. and how you can't understand it unless like you're really dialed in. So I had to give up, but yeah, uh, I'll return. The 
final trailer here of the two is Waco, which is about the Waco siege um, back in the late 80s, maybe 90s, which is going to be on the newly rebranded Spike TV network, which is becoming Paramount Television. It's a six-part miniseries starring Taylor Kish, Michael Shannon, John Leguizamo, Shea Wiggum, who was on, like, True Detective and... Boardwalk. Yep. And there's another there's another small guy. Oh, uh, Paul Sparks, who is in House of Cards as the, uh, the writer, the novelist, who... Um, Oh, yeah, who is also in Boardwalk and is a lot better in Boardwalk than he is in House of okay, Cards. Okay, there you go. Yeah. House of Cards, is he's very bland. Yeah, so it's a stacked cast. and Really I, stacked cast. I yeah. love things that are about cults, and mm-hmm. I don't I don't know really enough about the Waco Siege. I've like read maybe a brief summary of it, but I bet it's super interesting and intense, and Taylor Kish looks like a fucking pedophile, and I'm all for that. Yeah, this looks awesome. I had no idea what this was about. Call me ignorant, but I I don't know. I didn't know what the Waco Siege was about, and I read about it, and it seems extremely interesting. And I looked at this cast and watched this trailer, and this is on. Like this looks like the True Detective season two that we never got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little true crime story. I I it can't come soon enough. I think it's premiering early next year. Would be my guess. Once they uh, once they really roll out this Paramount Television thing. And they're really like trying to make that channel a uh, big player. So we. Should... So it's not. So Spike TV is no more. It's turning no, like. Yeah, it's turning shitty like show like man cave. Yeah, like, no. just like, shitty <clears throat> men only shows. Yep, that's their whole thing. They're trying to just change it into just a strictly, just a good channel. Okay. Good network for streaming only, or is it a broadcast? No, it's gonna be broadcast. Show. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So that should be fun. They've, this is this looks like a really good like premiere show for them this looks awesome yeah it should be be building a lot of buzz all right so next up we're going to do uh what you watching which is uh our second week of doing this recurring segment uh where we talk about what we're binging or movies that we've recently seen that we can uh talk about how about you what do you got so i'm re-watching a very underrated and criminally canceled too early show on hbo called hello ladies uh, i don't know have you have you watched this yeah i've watched it Oh my god, I was so pissed when they canceled this. It has Stephen Merchant, who's most mostly known for a lot of UK stuff. He was that weird um, albino dude in Logan. Mm-hmm. He is he plays a really desperate guy who's trying to date women, and he's got a couple friends that are also very bad dating women, and, and it's just him bumbling around in this dating world. And my god, this show is cringeworthy <sighs> beyond Michael Scott moments in The yeah. Office, but... It is so funny. I think it was like eight episodes, then they canceled it. But they did give it a movie on HBO. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen the movie, it provides some good closure. Really recommend going back and watching this season of Hello, Ladies. Oh, man. I I watched it, and I struggled. Because of the cringe? Because of, because of the cringe. It's so British and so... It's so bad. Oh, and that's... I, I mean, the first season of The Office is just like that. The Obviously, the U.S. Yeah. version. And I had trouble getting through that. Yeah. So trying to get through Hello Ladies was like just fucking stabbing For example, myself. one of the jokes is Stephen Merchant and his friend hitting on girls. And he's like, hello, ladies. I am Stephen. Or what? I can't even remember, remember his name. He's like, hello, ladies. I am Stephen. And this is my friend Wade. And his, his friend goes, yeah, I'm Wade. Like Roe versus Wade. And it's like, easy. We don't, have to talk about, we don't have to talk about abortion yet. 
<laughs> and like there's uh, it's just like shitty weird awkward cringe jokes like that and it's a very cringy humor but i loved it um also watching nathan for you obviously the new season is back if you haven't watched nathan for you it's a very very dry humor canadian dude who went to business school and now is a comedian and provides really shitty business recommendations to small business owners that are struggling under the guise of a really smart business person and he just gives the worst business ideas you could possibly give and watches real people's reactions to them you love this show as well i love nathan for you even though it is equally kind of cringeworthy at times oh it's probably worse it is god it's so genius Watch Nathan for you if you haven't. Um, obviously, I'm very excited. Curb is back. I haven't watched the new episode. I'm probably going to watch it right after this. And quick plug for Movie Pass. I wish I could say we're being sponsored and we got a sponsorship by Movie Pass, but we're not. But Movie Pass, a lot of people thought, what is this? This isn't going to work. This is a scam. But it's 10 bucks a month for essentially unlimited movies. You can see a movie a day. I finally got my card after a month of waiting. I saw American Made with it. It worked without a hitch. It's 10 bucks a month and tickets by me for non-IMAX RPX, non-matinee, like a regular showings, like 14. Mm-hmm. So I've already saved money. I uh, plan on seeing at least a movie a week with it. So Movie Pass, I used it. It's legit. Yeah, I can't wait um, for mine. That's, that's what I'm watching and what I'm using. Yeah, I can't wait for my Movie Pass. About to fuck up the theaters. Also, everything I've, I've heard about Movie Pass is like, it's so awesome. Use it quick before everybody runs it into the ground yeah. and they go out of business and this idea is dead. So hop on the train now yeah. before, before it departs. Although it'll take you forever to get your card. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So cool. That's a nice nice lineup. So what I've been watching, I've uh, got a little mix of movies and TV here. I'll start with the movies. Just do a quick run through. I watched the latest Pirates of the Caribbean and don't watch that. That's... <laughs> Even for Javier Bardem? Yeah, he's good, but not worth it. Just don't okay. don't submit yourself to that two and a half hours. Okay. They need to. St- Jack. I mean, Jack Sparrow. Johnny Depp is even phoned in at this point, and Jack Sparrow is like one of the greatest characters ever, and it's just not even worth it. It's so bad. Okay. Skipping it. The House, which was the Will Ferrell, Amy Poehler movie, where they have to pay for their daughter to go to college by starting a casino. It's technically like they're like the two main characters, but Jason Manzukis, who played Rafi in the League. He is essentially one of the leads as well, and he's hilarious. It's kind of funny. It's just not enough jokes land, and I don't know if it's really worth the watch. What percentage of jokes have we seen if we've seen the trailer? Because I haven't seen this movie yet, and I assumed I saw 80% of the good jokes in the trailer. Yeah, I was going to go around like uh, 70, 70% yeah. probably. I love Rafi, though, so yeah, I might watch Yeah, he's so funny, and I, I really want him to be in more stuff. The last movie I watched, I actually watched earlier today, The Beguiled, Beguiled, um, which is a actually a remake of a Clint Eastwood movie, which I think might have been based on a novel as well. Basically, Colin Farrell plays a union, oh, yeah, good. union soldier that uh, is injured, and this like all girl or all female like house school thing. One little girl finds him and brings him back, and basically everyone lusts after him, and that creates jealousy and all this stuff. It's pretty good pretty predictable i would say but it's, it's pretty entertaining and the all the acting is really really well done colin farrell's amazing and nicole kidman is like a bitch but she plays it really <laughs> well uh so the two tv shows that i've been uh binging i binged the kroll show <clears throat> which is from nick kroll it was on comedy central's three seasons it's essentially just a sketch show most of it is sort of making fun of reality shows with just a lot of recurring characters that cross over into each of the sketches 
he's really good at all these impressions and creating these characters, and he brings on just a rotating cast of comedians that you've seen and a bunch of other stuff. It's really funny, and honestly, you can just let it play in the background while you're making dinner or something, and it's 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 just a perfect background noise. For those of you who don't know, that's 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 who from the league. It's uh, what's Ruxin. his name? Ruxin from the league. Yep. So obnoxious ass Ruxin with his own show doing impressions. I, I've seen trailers for this. It looks almost like too crude for me, but I, I'm, I'm sure it's hilarious and like great background TV show material. Yep. Uh, and then Rick and Morty, which uh, I just gave yes! a shot a couple weeks ago, yes! and yes! I've been really going to town on it. This show is so smart. It is so smart. It, it is so smart for a, uh, a cartoon. It is so just beyond my brain level at times. I'm just like, holy shit, like, how do they figure this out to, like, write it this yes. way? And it's just, like, the jokes just slip in so quickly. Rick is hilarious. Morty's just bewilderedness is hilarious. It's so, it's so good. The dad, uh, Jerry, yep. is so good. Uh, this, this, if you haven't watched Rick and Morty, I know it's a cartoon. I barely gave it a shot. I, essentially, long story short, lost a bet and had to watch the show and ended up loving every minute of it. So highly recommended for me as well. Definitely give it a watch. All right. Uh, even if you don't like animated shows, I don't really like animated shows, and I just threw it on and I can't get it enough. I need it just constantly injected into my veins. <laughs> All right, so this week we saw American Made. We'll get to that first. We're gonna do just a little, little, little mini, mini, uh, mini segment here. We're doing fuck, Mary kill Tom Cruise characters. Yes, because he's got so many characters, it just seems right to do. Because you, you might want to kill Tom Cruise in real life, but he's a great actor, so you love all his characters. So how do we play? I t- let's uh let's go through. Let's do let's do kill first, then marry, then fuck. We'll do. I'll, I'll start. I'll say my kill first. I want to kill Jack Reacher, and I. Know, I. I've never seen these movies. <laughs> so Jack Reacher. So are is, they bad? No. The first, or is he just a dick in that movie? The first ones. I'll. I'll explain my reasoning. So the first Go Jack ahead. Reacher is pretty entertaining. Um, the second one sucks, but the first one's just a decent, entertaining sort of crime action movie. He's essentially just a badass, like he is in most movies. In every movie. But yeah. he's just like like he's just like above law enforcement, like he gets out of everything. He's just sort of like a drifter, but like he's always comes in to like solve these crimes and stuff. I wanna kill him because I think that would be the most fun <laughs> to do. Like it'd be like a challenge. You're you're, you're dark. <laughs> yeah. I just I just think that would be kinda of fun, you know? I just had to get different with it. Uh I I struggled with kill because like he's so good in every movie, like He's almost the same character in every movie. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that has all the answers. He's never gets killed or hurt. He's the action star. Uh, the only thing that I could think of that where he was just something that we've never seen before is him in Tropic Thunder. Barely even recognizable in that movie. In fact, I didn't even recognize him right off the bat when he was dancing around as like a fat, balding <laughs> executive. He was obnoxious. The only character I can think that he portrayed that I was like, this guy needs to go, was his character in Tropic Thunder for Kill. I can agree with that. We're going to come back to Tropic Thunder on the fuck area. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> I got a couple words to say about that. All right, so <laughs> Mary, I want to marry Ethan Hunt from Mission Impossible. Now I know his significant other slash wife doesn't really do great. They're usually in peril, but I think that would be kind of fun to do with him. He'd take care of you. Exactly. And I think, like, if he, he lets me... let you have harm. If he lets me sort of do something side by side, which he probably wouldn't, it'd be fun to just sort of go on that adventure, you know? Mm-hmm. So, well, that's... I'm, I like that I'm, answer. Yeah. Uh, so, 
For me, I, I guess I'd go Jerry Maguire. He's such a good dude in that movie. Um, very sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, just a lover, you know? If you're going to marry uh, marry a Tom Cruise character, you got to go Jerry Maguire. That's a pretty good answer. Yeah. I can't, don't have any Not very exciting. A, not an exciting answer, but a safe answer, which is what women want. <laughs> As you can tell from my two answers so far, I just want craziness. Yes, yes, you do. All right, so fuck. All right, so before I say my pick here, I want to say I thought long and hard about Tropic Thunder because if for whatever reason I ended Ugh. up having sex with Les Grossman from Tropic Thunder, you know, he might not be too happy about that news getting out, although he does not negotiate with terrorists in the movie. Maybe I could maybe I could play that up and blackmail him for some money. So that was a thought, okay. but then I realized he doesn't negotiate with terrorists. But he's so, so gross. I know. But sometimes yeah. sometimes so I went with Eyes Wide Shut, which is just a, an erotic thriller. And they get like some weird sex stuff, so I thought that'd be like kind of interesting. I don't really know where yeah. else to go with yeah. it. Yeah, he'd he'd probably show you some things that you didn't even know you're into. Yeah, you know, it'd be like a weird yeah. weird sex party with like those bird masks and stuff. We'd probably attend that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good answer. You're you're D, you're DTF. Um, yep. <laughs> hey guys, sorry for the uh, abrupt break in the action. There, we had some technical difficulties. Unfortunately, so we are going to miss the end of the Fuck, Mary Kill discussion. Andy's fuck was Tom Cruise in The Last Samurai. We talked about that a little bit. Unfortunately, you're not going to hear the rest of it. Uh, so we're just going to jump right into American Made here. Thanks. <laughs> All right, so the topic this week is American Made, the latest Tom Cruise flick, uh, based on a true story uh, about Barry Seal who was a pilot that helped um, the CIA out flying shipments of guns to uh, El Salvador, Colombia, Nicaragua, everywhere in South America. And then, yeah, and then sort of got mixed up with um, drug smuggling as well and made a buttload of money. And then, um, yeah. So we won't, we won't, we'll get into, we'll let you know when we get into spoiler range, although it's a true story, we can't spoil yeah, we can't spoil too much for you. I'll start out with what I liked. Um, I love Tom Cruise. I love all his movies. I, I think he's just so entertaining to watch. And it's nice to see him in sort of a different role here from just being like a badass. He's just sort of like a scumbag that's just doing everything for money. But he plays it really well. You don't hate him, even though you probably should. He's hilarious in his mannerisms. I, I thought he was so good. Hey everyone, sorry to interrupt again. Again, technical difficulties kind of messed up this section right here. It'll be back normal just right after this. Um, we're missing Andy's response to my Tom Cruise liking. He agreed. Uh, Andy's first like was the documentary type of camera style that was used in the movie. I disagreed with that. I didn't really like it. I liked it. It was sort of on and off between the cinematic style, documentary style. Andy loved it. He thought it added sort of to the entertainment of the movie. Unfortunately, we're not going to be able to hear that, but we'll jump right back in with my second like, and then it'll be smooth sailing from there. Thanks for the uh, patience. Yeah, so I know I already kind of said <laughs> I like Tom Cruise uh, in his role, but I think the acting all around was pretty good. Um, like I said, Donald Gleason was really good. He's good in everything. The wife, I mean, didn't really have much to do. She's just kind of there to get angry at a couple points um, and look pretty. Jerry Gergich's daughter, for, uh, for reference jerry larry gary um from parks and rec yep the uh the the brother 
uh, I think his name is Caleb Landry Jones in real life, the actor's name. He was in Get Out. He was the sort of shitty brother in that too. Although everyone in that movie was shitty, he just he plays sort of like these like scummy younger kids pretty well. And I thought he portrayed himself pretty pitch perfect for the role that he had. Yeah, I, I agree with you. All the acting was good by the supporting cast. I thought the wife was okay. She's Jerry's hot wife in Parks and Rec. Yeah, I was like, where do I know this girl? Um, daughter. She, daughter. Oh, yeah, she yep. had an older hot wife, but yeah, hot daughter. Yeah. Also, yeah, yeah. in episode one of Hello, Ladies, he's obsessed with her in episode one. But yeah, I was like, where do I know this girl? Makes sense. Yeah, the acting was fine. Um, the only other thing that I can really say that I liked a lot is I, I love, like, airplane and, like, flying movies. I thought the cinematography, when they were flying, was pretty good. Um, you could tell this was shot, you know, real airplanes. It wasn't super CG-like. I thought the, the shots around flying and, and airplane, airplane-y type shots were pretty good, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I I can agree with that. Cool. Didn't like non-spoiler. Go ahead. Non-spoiler. Uh, I think the pacing was kind of weird. Even though, like, this is, okay, this is gonna sound dumb. Even though it was like kind of a fast-paced movie, sort of frantic. Mm-hmm. I think it still took too long to sort of get into the meat of the the story. Taking like whatever thirty-five minutes, like up until when he's when he has to move to the so at some point he has to move up until that point which is probably 35 minutes 40 minutes in mm-hmm. i thought it was kind of slow not as entertaining so that kind of that kind of killed it for me but from there it's just frantic yeah i can i can see that in the it kind of goes into the first thing that i didn't like i thought it, it the pacing was a little off and it was a little long although since it's a true yep. story and they have to cover everything that happened i'm not sure what i'd go back and cut I thought by the end, I was like, man, it's a long movie. I think it's 210 or 220 or maybe just yeah, around yeah. two, but a little yeah. long. But looking back, I don't know what they could cut out. Maybe just change the pacing, make it a little faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, what kind of goes into that, like you're saying, I don't really know what you could cut out. My my only other major dislike was a lack of politics, sort of yeah. a political theme in the movie. They kind of played it up at certain points, especially at the very end. Um I won't get into that, but I get it. Like most, like Kingsman really thrived from not being, from being apolitical. This sort of suffered from it, especially because yeah. it's based on a true story and it's centered sort of around this rebellion in Colombia. So I think they could have used a little bit more of that and a little bit more of Donald Gleason's character, which would have gone hand in hand with a little more political story. Yeah, I think they did. They made the right choice making it kind of a comedy because it was so absurd, the situations he was in. Mm-hmm. But I thought the movie was really good in the times where shit got real and he didn't just like laugh his way out of it. And like there were actual consequences to what he was doing. So a little bit more seriousness in the actual grounded reality of the fucking crazy shit that was going on, I think would have went a long way. But so, yeah, I agree with you there. Uh, my only thing that I didn't like without getting to spoilers is this is kind of a spoiler, but just barely because I didn't even know Jesse Plemons was in the movie and I thought he was underutilized. I thought he would have a, oh, yeah. a bigger role. He's like barely in this movie. Like you could have casted anybody for that role. He's a great actor. I would have liked to see him like uncover. I'm not going to go into too much more, but underutilization, underutilization of Jesse Plemons. I could not agree more. I literally <laughs> forgot that he was in the movie. Yeah, exactly. Now, like, I just re- you just reminded me that he was in the movie, so if that doesn't tell you, don't know what will. All right, before we get into spoilers, what's your grade? Uh, mm, B minus, C plus. Okay. Probably C plus. You got to pick one. C plus? C plus. Okay. 
I'm going to go with B because I can't think of anything else that I like. I can't think of a lot that I didn't like uh, on, a, on the same front. It's not an A because I wasn't out of this theater raving about how much fun that was. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun and I learned a lot, you know, about the history and what, what went down in the situation. But I can't criticize it too much. Uh, even when we get into spoilers, like it was a good movie. I had fun and I didn't hate it and I didn't love it. So I give it a B. Yeah, I think I think mine is just it was is really entertaining. I think I just like wanted a little bit more from it. Yeah. Although I don't really know exactly what that would be. Um, first spoiler, first spoiler. Uh, Tom Cruise gets a running scene. He gets one running scene in the whole movie, mm-hmm. and he got it because he needs one in every single movie. But he got a lot of flying away scenes, a lot of running in the air. True. true, true. But we didn't get to see you know see his form. But we did get to see his form. God bless. I bet he that was in his contract probably. Very true. Um, spoilers on what I liked. I did like, and this kind of goes into what I said earlier. I really like the scenes where you finally got to see some of the ramifications of the the actions that he was taking, the the money he was earning, and the the backstabbing he was doing, and the double crossing. Um, I could have, I think, hit when his brother got car bombed. I liked the seriousness of that scene. I think it could have used more levity um, because mm-hmm. the situation outside of him was very serious. You know politically yeah. and, and globally and you know with the united states and reagan and everything and i liked those scenes um but that kind of also leads into what i didn't like with there wasn't more of those but i really did like those when it got serious yeah i honestly i don't have like much spoilery stuff that i didn't like because it's more just broad mm-hmm. stuff yeah i mean at points it was kind of hard to follow like who exactly he was working for yeah. and whether like the cia knew about it that he was doing that yeah, it seemed or like what some the of the times was. they were just like turning a blind eye to the backs like to the drug selling and stuff they're like as long as he's getting shit done for us we don't care if he makes money on the side but were that would they really be okay with that like i wasn't clear on that um if you don't have any didn't like i have like two two minor ones yeah shoot for it so a couple spoiler kind of things i didn't like that at one point like five different agencies show up and bust him obviously that was there for comedic effect but this is based off a true story like that didn't happen you know you can't have five you know fbi local police DEA all bumbling over each other like, oh, we didn't know that you were showing up here tonight. Yeah. Like, it got a laugh in the theater, and, and this was kind of a documentary comedy-type movie, and I know it, I, I get why it was there, but it didn't hit for me. Two other things. I didn't really like his death scene. It didn't really hit me too hard. Major spoilers. Obviously, he dies. This is a true story, but it was fine. I just thought I kind of got attached to the character. He was a fun character, and it, it just didn't hit me emotionally. It just kind of it just happened. Yeah, the death scene was really odd. Although, I mean, you knew it was coming yeah. at some point. It was you telegraphed, had that and, yeah. And but it, it was weird. It just didn't really, it didn't really hit. Uh, and I think that might be playing into sort of there was a lack of really emotion throughout the rest of the movie, which is what's going to happen when it's this just entertaining, full throttle. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess that makes sense why it wasn't didn't really hit. Yep. In that beat. And then the final thing, I didn't research this, but did the hot semi-rich wife do you think she really went back to working at kfc like in the 20 years that she was with this guy she didn't learn any other skills and like didn't save money or didn't wear enough jewelry to not have to go back to kfc like she worked at kfc when she was probably 15 and she went back at 34 and was like clearly just a callback to like she said she'd work at kfc if she had to but I didn't like that. Like, come on. Not a chance. That was, that was stupid. <laughs> yeah, it was so dumb. That was like the final shot of the movie. Like, look. Yeah. It came full circle. Yeah. After he dies, it's like, okay, cool. And there's one other tiny thing that I didn't like, and this is nitpicking, but they, they talked down to the audience in one scene that just cracked me up. So 
There was a scene where they're trying to not outrun the DEA, but stay in the air longer than the DEA. The DEA is a really fast plane, and they're, they're chasing these drug smugglers down, and the drug smugglers are up in the air, and they can ride a lot slower and a lot longer than the DEA. And he literally says what I just said to the audience, and then the DEA is like, hey, we're running out of fuel. We got to go back and fuel <laughs> up. And they're like, well, they're right there. You mean we can't stay up in the air because we're out of fuel? Yes, let's head back to base. And then Tom Cruise is like, hey, the DEA ran out of fuel because our planes are slower and theirs is fast, but it couldn't keep up with us. And I was like, dude, the audience gets it. We're not idiots. <laughs> I was like, come on. Luckily, they didn't talk down to the audience a lot, but I, I did make a mental note of that. I was like, we're not idiots here. <laughs> you really got to hammer it home. Yeah. Got to make sure we know. Yeah. Overall, yes. I give it a, yeah, I give it a B. You give it a C plus? Yeah. Good, I think, good movie. I think it's Worth like a watch. A, yeah, it's an entertaining watch. It's just you're not going to get much more out of it than that. Yep. You might learn something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, another another episode in the books here. Thank you for listening. Be checking out glitchup.com for a lot of our uh, Halloween horror-themed content coming through this month. Should be some good stuff, and you'll probably pick up some movies to watch uh, throughout the month. Yep, that's like, it, we've guys. We've just given you like 700 already. All right, yeah, so thank you for listening. Listening. Make sure to subscribe, like us on all the social media. Give us any feedback. We would love it. Maybe a five-star review, too, if you like it. iTunes, five-star review, whatever you listen on, that would be great. All right, we're out. Glitch, please.